Nick. Yes. How you doing, bud? Doing all right. You ready to take over this show for me as my secret apprentice that not even you know you were? Um, well, I mean, if that's the case, then no, no, em- I'm not ready. Embrace your darkness, young Nick. Okay. Well, wow, that was easy. <laughs> right, hey, so. you, dear listener, I love you. And welcome back to this, this show we call Let's Die, the His vs. Hers Guide to the Apocalypse podcast. My name is Brett. I am your boy, the mountain man from West Virginia, keeping it way 100, just like I have been. Oh, for now, these oh so many years, and I already said his name once at the top of the show. It's Nicodemus Rex. What's up? What's up? Happy New Year, bud. Hey, Happy New Year! It's it's it's, it's a new year already. It's new. It's here, man. It's certainly not man. like we're recording in advance or anything. Oh, we wow. did we. So, like, you saw, like, the aliens that appeared over the White House, right? Like, that was... Oh, yeah, that was nuts. That was nuts. They blew it to smithereens. It's, like, borderline just treacherous. It's awful. I thought... I thought we had a deal with them, but, uh... (laughs) Yeah, so, what'd you do for... What what did you do for, uh, New Year's? Um, if, uh, if everything went according to plan, then I hung out with my friends and we uh, probably did absolutely nothing but shoot some fireworks did you say metachlorian to plan what's that did you say metachlorian to plan uh i i didn't but uh would it change anything if i did yes as long as you embrace the darkness young pat ah yes that's right the darkness oh did you like that movie um (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to say that I don't quite remember anything about it, so I must not have liked it. Like, <laughs> I don't think I hated it. Oh, oh way to be neutral, Sweden. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought it was totally crazy how, like, Baby Yoda, like, appeared at the end out of nowhere and addressed the audience breaking the fourth wall. Like, yeah, that was, dead. like, that was years before he was on The Mandalorian, too, so it's pretty that impressive. Was- that was some meta stuff. Oh well, no. In this one, I think he was like, uh, like, like it was like a little egg with ears poking out oh, and like see. eyeballs, kind of yes. like a. But he was also like a Disney Pixar looking character. Like it was him, but I guess it's canon now. I guess. Yeah. Totally. P.S. What I haven't actually seen The Mandalorian, so no spoilers. Uh, sure, that show. Oh man, this. Man, this is a podcast. Ah, uh, so in case you don't know or you haven't heard, um, me and Nick have been playing a Amazon infected a pfft, Amazon Echo game called Infected, narrated by RC Bray. Yeah. Home slice. Uh, what was what was the name of the samurai dude again? Lucas, I believe. That's right. Like, shouldn't this just be the Adventures of Lucas at this point? <laughs> We're going to see some zombies. So, you know, if you haven't heard those or, you know, go back and listen to them. They're called yeah. Infected Part 1, Infected Part 2 with Nicodemus yeah. Rex. We ain't this doing is, a recap. Yeah, you're, well, you know, maybe we can a little bit. Uh, yeah. Or, like, if you just don't care, like, if you don't want to go backwards, then, uh, so to be clear, uh, we, 
there's a designer drug that turns out it zombifies people. And um, after our first failure, we went back through it and we managed to survive, make our way out to the woods. And we met a samurai because, you know, there's just random samurais in the woods. Yeah. And his name is, you know, Lucas, because, yeah. you know, it's 2020 and samurais can be named Lucas. They really want uh, to. Yeah, and you know what? We're all about it. We're on Team Lucas. Like, we can't tell if our character is supposed to be in love with Lucas or what. But <laughs> we are taking turns with the decision-making to varying degrees of success if the Echo happens to hear us say our preference. So, yes. Enjoy this madness that's about to start. Hopefully, it yeah. doesn't... I'm always skeptical when I tell it to start up. I'm worried it's going to start over from the beginning instead of saving our progress. But we'll it see what happens. It probably will. Let's be honest. Yeah. But hopefully it won't. And then we'll have to play all the way through it again oh just to get god. back to where we left off. Oh my god. And the game again. <laughs> Computer! Actually, hold on. Nick, you, you'll take the first um, first decision as it appears. Oh, thanks for warning me. Was... Yeah. I know we all. I always forget to be like Nick, and I'm always like Nick. Go ahead, and then the person, then the computer ends up saying stuff all over again. Computer, play Echo. Nope, that's wrong. Play Infected. Shuffling <laughs> song by Infected Mushroom on Amazon Music. Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's kind of funky. I don't know what's. <laughs> Uh, um, let's just see where this goes. <laughs> uh, classic. We got a funky atmospheric vibe to it. I kind of dig it. Oh, shit. The isolated, the decisive, the stimulated, the non simulated patterns of flight originated. I'm a carnival on a tour. Infected mushroom. All right. I'm in. Computer. Stop. All right. Computer. Play infected. Nope. Computer. Play infected. Hello there. Hey. Yes, you. Yes, me. Ready to chat your poison? Oh, boy. Me too. Aren't we ever. Right, here's how it works. You, dear listener, we know. are the main character of this story. Live, die, and rise sure again. It's solely on the merit of your own choices. Will you survive the zombie apocalypse? No, probably to continue, you can buy a story pass. Uh, Immortality uh, can be yours. That's right. After successful testing on lab, oh my god, Ildesheim is now ready for public consumption. Um, it's a revolutionary new gene no. invented by. Continue infected. Poison one. Oh thank God. Stay this age forever. I'll sell my house, my kids, nope. whatever. Oh Sign me up. no. Poison. Too. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back. I think this is a bad idea. No freaking way am I going anywhere It's near definitely that a bad place. idea. Every goddamn question I have. Computer. Computer. Continue playing infected. Nope. Not the song. Computer. <laughs> Computer. 
Play the infected game. You have infected enabled. Do you want to open it? Yes. Oh, does it think I mean the song? To infected. Oh, it's playing the song underneath infected game. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might get a copyright strike. How? Me too. I can't afford any more copyright strikes. Tom Jones, wait a listener, are the main character of this story. Live, die, and rise. Is this is this what we're solely on the merit yep. of your own choices? Will you Computer. survive the zombie apocalypse? Computer. In fact, <laughs> this is actually kind of epic with the song in the background. <laughs> Computer. Stop playing infected music. Poison. Nope. Computer. Stop everything. <laughs> It, it won't stop. Computer. Stop playing music. Poison. No, computer. Quit. Yeah, yeah. Computer. Quit playing music. Jeez. It finally listen. Computer. Please play the infected Amazon Echo game. It, did it did it just tell me fuck off in computer language? Computer. Play infected game. Infected games. A phone Sumaya remix isn't included with Prime, no, but no, is available no, no, with Amazon no, no, Music. No, 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 no. Play over 50 no, million no, phones. Shut up. It's free for 30 days, and you automatically charge $3.99 a month. Cancel anytime. Terms in the Alexa app. Mm -hmm. Should I start your free trial and play in no. games? No. Remix? No. 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 Okay. You can sign up anytime by saying, no. sign up for Amazon Music. No. Here's a station This is not a sponsorship. It could be Amazon. Get get with me. Amazon Music. <laughs> I'm not having a good time. Yeah, no, this is uh. What is this? Computer, quit. Nope. And computer, computer, stop it. Stop. Just stop. Quit all applications. Thank you. Holy Jesus! Fucking fuck. This is miserable. It it, yeah. it was not this bad. It, like it is just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the 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 guy who has to hit the buttons when you say computer on the other end of the speaker must be falling asleep. See, it's it says that you have must start this by saying the keyword and then open infected or start infected or play infected, which is what we've always done before. And for some reason, yeah. it thinks I want to listen to music. So computer. Open infected. Nope, computer. Open infected. Welcome back. Okay. To infected. Jesus Christ. Welcome computer. Back. Hello? Continue progress. Poison one. Stay this age forever? Oh, I'll sell my house. Computer. My Whatever. Sign me up. Computer. Skip to chapter three. 
poison one. It work. Stay this age Damn forever. It. Computer. I'll sell my skip. Poison one. Stay this age Jesus forever. Jesus Christ. I'll sell my house, my kids. Folks, we'll be right back. I hate my poison. life. I'll continue infected. Hello there. Hi. Yes, you. Yep. Ready to chat your poison? I uh, guess. Good. Me too. All right, here's how it works. We know. You, dear listener, are the main character of this story. Live, die, and rise again, based solely on the merit of your own choices. Uh-huh. Now, the rules are a little different than a traditional book. We know. Because this is a tale that we tell together. There's no way to skip this. At the end of each section, you'll hear decision time. I want to die. And this sound. I wish I was That's a zombie. That's your cue to listen closely. I eat your someone's face. Your options will be listed as poison one, Good poison old face two, etc. Then you'll hear me say, chat your poison. And Nick can put a bullet in my sound. brain and end my suffering. At which point so you'll... You'll shamble a really long way. And uh, unambiguous poison one, for example. This is the zombie apocalypse after all, so please try to act decisively. You can also say, repeat <laughs> options to hear the choices again. And I, then... I, Feel free to say pause. I'm turning. Stop. The choices. <sighs> if you've already heard the current. Ooh, we're doing that. Ought to about cover it. Yeah. Let's begin. Okay. Will you survive the zombie apocalypse? I'm not going to survive this In game. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. Immortality can be over. Oh, it really is starting us over. It's like, hey, thanks for buying a story pass. You can now continue your progress. Design is now oh, computer. It's a rebel. Skip to choices. Poison one. Mm-hmm. Stay this age forever. Oh boy. I'll sell my house, my kids, whatever. Sign me up. Oh my god. Poison two. Does anyone else think this is a bad idea? No freaking way am I going anywhere near that poison. Chat, you're poison. Poison two. But he interrupts. Pardon the request, but I need some time with my thoughts. You shrug. Fair enough. You hike on, burning calories and daylight. It's quiet and serene, this picturesque landscape. And yet you can. Oh, this is the part where we hide in the tree. The dead and dying leaves. Close, close enough to where we left off, so I started the recording. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's just keep going. Then a more ghastly sight infects the environment. A zombie, tangled in a heap of barbed wire, crawls across the forest floor. His torso is disconnected, and he paws at the earth, inching forward at a snail's pace. Trailing behind him is a 30-foot-long model of barbed wire, at the end of which his legs are dragging in the mess. You surmise he got stuck in a farmer's fence and struggled until he'd cut himself in two. It's amazing he's able to make any progress, what with the mass he pulls along. Though, to be fair, he has help. Two other zombies, one male and one female, walk with him, each entangled in the web as well. Lucas skins his katana. Give the Benny Hill music. Is black and white. There's no help but release for these. Come on. He runs down the hillside toward the undead. This is you, Nick. Decision time. 
Poison one. Join him. Poison two. Let him do his own thing. Chat your poison. Poison one. Executioners. Brandishing your axe, you talk the hill after Lucas. The two of you Lucas! Only the brown forest floor crunching beneath your feet announces your presence. It's odd. You feel like you should be whooping out a war cry, but you know better. Your army of two must move like a pair of wisps through the woods. Zombies turn as you approach. You can see their faces change from blank, sodden expressions like those of a corpse on a gurney to lewd joy like a grifter about to make the big score. In movements as elegant as a ballroom dancer, Lucas's body flows behind the power of his sword. It takes made a man of me. Ending ghouls, leaving just the one crawling on the ground. The blows are so succinctly perfect, the zombies take two more steps toward Lucas before the muscles realize that their connection to the brain has been severed. They fall to the earth in heaps. Silly zombies. Your lower jaw has been stripped of skin from the days he spent crawling on the ground. You can see the tendons and muscle fibers moving as he snaps his jaws at you. Like a hooded executioner before the king, you bring your axe down upon the fiend. You try to make a show of it like Lucas by beheading the man. Your axe, however, is far blunter than his katana. You have to hack at the poor soul's neck six times before you finally sever the connection. Eventually, the gruesome deed is done. Lucas tips his face mask back as he approaches. He squeezes your arm and says, I never thought I would find friendship again in this life. <laughs> but here you are. Then the moment is broken as he ushers you away. You both look down and head snaps its jaws at you still. Be on the lookout for those. Just killing Lucas zombies said. in a field like best friends do, man. down on the head, opening it up like a watermelon and stilling it for good. After you, and you open your hand to Lucas to indicate this that really you're is ready a bromance. to continue. <laughs> the shelter be too much further from here, but I do not want to go through the marshes at night. Let yep. us take the camp up ahead, and by lunch tomorrow, we will be in the company of other survivors. I cannot wait for you to meet my sister. Hey, you will like her. Decision time. Poison one. Sounds good. I'll take first watch. Poison two. I bet I will. Do you mind taking first watch? I'm a little tired. Chat your poison. Ooh. Poison two. Poison two. To sleep. Perchance to dream. Fuck. <laughs> You're slowly open in the morning light. The air is cool and moist. For a moment, you forget about the new world you're living in. Only seconds ago, you were reliving a childhood memory. But now that dream is gone, and the waking nightmare has returned. You yawn, and for the first time since you can remember, it feels satisfying. You must have slept all night. As you turn, you see Lucas cleaning and polishing his blade. He notices you're awake and nods with a smile. Hey, you didn't wake me up for my shift, you say. I figured you could use the extra rest. I wasn't feeling much like sleep anyway. Noticing you take inventory of the filthy rag he uses on the sword, he adds, we had a visitor last night. 
When you think of a post-apocalyptic world, your mind draws images of leather-clad brigands roaming the countryside in gangs, warring over gasoline and canned food. You certainly never pictured a just-south-of-middle-aged man whose very temperament is a study in devotion and chivalry. Lucas Teshu, a man who defied both the odds and expectations. Only half a day left, he says. Shall we be on our way? And you decide? We shall. Say continue. Now. Continue. Finally, new territory. The marshes. Oh no. Finally, you're to the last barrier before wilderness melts into civilization once more. Or at least that's what Lucas Teshu believes. You hope he's right. Zombie movies always portray shelter as too good to be true. Bastions as much of hope as hubris. But that's just fiction, right? People always band together through tough times. Always have and always will. Survivors make this rockin' world go round. Yeah, baby. Things will be okay. The forest grows denser and moister with every step until you reach a point of clear differentiation. It's forest behind you and swamp before you. Despite the bright of day, you see nothing but darkness within the mire you approach. The canopy blocks out much of the light, giving the swampland a dim but still visible appearance. The new land starts to form slowly, with a few steps wetter than just the morning dew, the foliage growing greener and denser still, until the forest transforms into almost a jungle. Soon the puddles of stagnant water squeeze out from the grass <laughs> underfoot. And bring you, this game will bring you to your knees! <laughs> Water rises to mid-calf level before you've even traversed 20 yards into the bog. Is it much further? You ask in a hushed whisper. I do not believe so, Lucas replies. But in truth, this is my first visit. He walks with one hand on the hilt of his sword, the other spread out before him with palm down as if he could navigate by feel. You keep close. Some steps sink further than others, but the overall trend is a deepening of the marsh. You're now wading in brackish water up to your thighs. There's a thick film of algae on the surface, which you break when you wade through, and the stale water beneath is brown and cloudy. You're hoping it won't get much deeper. There's an eerie silence. To your horror, you realize this is patently wrong. In a place as rich and biodiverse as this, there should be frogs or insects at the least. Decision time. Poison, one. Say, shouldn't there be animal noises? Poison, two. This is you. And keep your reservations to yourself. Chat your poison. Poison, one. Lucas stops, and so do you. Both of you stand frozen, listening. No sounds. Just eldritch silence, save for the sloshing water settling into place. A few bubbles percolate in the pool ahead of you. Then they grow in intensity. Lucas makes to move toward you, but stops just as bubbles start appearing on his side as well. These globules of rank air escape from below, and soon you're surrounded by blistering froth, rollicking something deep from within. Cthulhu. Wetland zombie comes at you from behind a tree, catching you off guard almost as if the bubbles were a planned ruse. Take him, clean and easy, Master Teshu commands. You're between the zombie and his blade, yes. and there's not enough 
time for you to flee. You're forced to fight. You crack your axe against the ghoul, instantly collapsing his forehead with the blow. Lovely. The rises from the murk, dramatically, slowly, up from a curled position one vertebrae at a time, like a yogi exiting a pose. With a metallic shing, Lucas cuts through both air and fiend with equal ease. Then more undead rise from the marsh, four of them, thick brown sludge pouring off their bodies. They're not decaying, but the flesh is missing in chunks, and most of the skin has been picked away by the swamp's other inhabitants. You swing at the one closest to you, but the weapon's too large and ungainly and gets caught in the vines and branches. The nearby <coughs> zombie moves in on you. Say continue now. Continue. Lucas is busy dispatching the other attackers and can't help you. Thinking quickly, you pull the knife from your belt and jab it into the ghoul's eye. Ooh. Push it all the way in, palm oh. flat against his face. Yay. The zombie drops. Two more come from behind the trees and head for you. Lucas Teshu swings his katana in a circular arc, not dispatching his assailants, but at least keeping them at bay. He, too, is hindered by the thick vegetation. You try popping one of your attackers in the face with the axe, but you don't have the room for a killing blow. It's all you can do to keep them at bay, and even that proves too much for you. One of the zombies grabs your left arm, and while you struggle to keep away from his mouth, the other zombie grabs your right arm. They pull at you from opposite sides, spreading you like Christ on the cross. Oh, the boy. dead centurions threatening to crucify you right dying. here in the swamp. <laughs> Oops. Rushes to help, but gets held up by a zombie of his own. She bites down on him, though his kendo armor keeps teeth away from flesh. With his sword effectively useless in the underbrush, Lucas uses his martial arts skills to avoid their grasps and parry their bites. You wish you had those skills. The zombies draw you out as if over a medieval rack. The quartering will come next. A crack echoes across the swamp. It's not a cannon boom, but more like a cherry bomb bursting in the distance. Your right arm is free. The zombie falls into the water with a slap. Another crack, and one of Lucas's assailants drops dead with a bullet hole in the head. He's then able to remove his secondary weapon, a short sword, and fight back against the remaining two. You continue to struggle with your lone ghoul. Suddenly, the source of the gunshots makes her presence known. Get out of the way, goddammit, she shouts to you. It's a teenage girl in paintball armor. You shove the zombie away, and she blows his brains out with another shot of her rifle. Skull and flesh sprays into the air and sends a hundred ripples into the water around you. She sweeps her rifle, looking for further danger, but Lucas has already dispatched the remaining undead. Are either of you bit? She yells. No, Lucas says, sheathing his weapons. You shake your head and raise your hands in reflex at having a gun pointed at you. She lowers the rifle and raises her mask. She's cute, 17, and a redhead. <laughs> I don't think we should be saying that about 17-year-old. I'm War too old for this. Sleeve rolled up, we can do it. Chris Hansen's that. probably a listener. You've seen the poster. <laughs> you two look like you needed a hand. You can stick together if you want, but fair warning. I'll shoot you as soon as you get bit. What do you say? Then, with an unexpected speed and ferocity, one last zombie bursts out of the water behind her and grabs a handful of her hair. Rosie screams, and the ghoul brings her down, splashing into the water below. Decision time. <laughs> You're Reach, in. Reach in and save her. Well, yeah. Poison, two. Heroes die first. 
watch with shocked helplessness. Chad, you're poisoned. Poison one. Oh, yeah. We're about to have an underage girlfriend. <laughs> no hesitation. You lunge forward and pull her out. The zombie stays latched onto her hair, but somehow she doesn't scream. The weight on that ponytail must be immense. The ghoul was probably 180 pounds in his pre-corpse days, and now he's loaded down with swamp water as well. She gasps for breath and holds onto your forearms helplessly. The expression on her face is that of someone who thinks they're about to die but can't admit it. Lucas was moving before you, though you were closer, so he arrives after you pull her out. He slices at the hand, severing it at the wrist, and with the same move, dispatches the zombie. Rosie hacks out wet coughs full of swamp water. She finds her rifle and her composure. It wasn't smart coming after me like that, she says to you. You could have been bit. Are you all right? He asks. She nods, coughing still. I swallowed some swamp water, but other than that, no bites. Rosie moves her rifle defensively between her and the man. No bites, she says, all business. Then I'd say we're even, Lucas replies. There's supposed to be a sanctuary just outside these marshes. So you've heard of it too? She's wide-eyed and excited. We're supposed to reach it in only an hour or two, you reply, sharing the return of her youthful vigor. Oh boy, I don't like, like the way what? this is going. She sets off, not waiting for I don't want to exchange youthful vigor with a 17-year-old. <laughs> yeah, for sure it's legal. Not in some states, I don't think. I have been practicing Bushido the whole of my life, so... Ever since right I was named Lucas. For me. What I am trying to say is, well done. You make me proud to be your companion. Thanks, Mr. Miyagi. And then heads off to fall in line behind Rosie. Decision time? Nah, I don't think so. Say continue. What? Head to the compound. Continue. Continue. It's like, decision time? Nah, that's okay. <laughs> Say continue. Oh, shit. Now. Continue. Now. Need some help? Are you Once you've heard the options, simply repeat them. Are you serious? Poison one. Sometimes you just need to say continue. You can continue. restart time by saying restart, and you can ask me to repeat myself by saying repeat options. The brave. No hesitation. You lunge forward and pull her out. The zombie screams last onto her head, uh, but computer. she doesn't scream. Skip the choices. Skip the choices. No. Computer. Simply repeat the number. Computer. Poison. Skip the choices. Say continue. Now. Continue. Need some help? Oh, are you serious? Once you've heard the options, simply repeat the number, like poison one. Sometimes you just need to say continue. Kill me. You can restart <laughs> by saying restart. And you can ask me to repeat myself by saying, repeat options. The Brave. Computer. No hesitation. Switch to choices. Skip to choices, excuse me. Say continue now. Continue. The compound. Oh, thank God. As suddenly as it had begun, the swamp ends. 
It can't be more than a five-degree incline, but it's enough slope to rise above die. the mucky drainage and onto firm ground once more. Rosie squeezes bog water out of her ponytail, her red hair stringy and mottled with algae. Will you stop examining the 17-year-old, please? She asks. Finding a log, she sits down and removes her boots. A gallon of swamp water pours out from them. She wrings out her clothes as best she can, well aware that you and Lucas Teshu are watching. That was a close one, huh? Yeah, I don't Hope like this anymore. Showers. This might be a good time for lunch, Lucas says. And to dry out a bit. Won't we be there soon? Can't we just eat there, you ask? The man puts on a smile, though it appears forced. I certainly hope so, he replies, the strength waning from his voice. <coughs> well, I'm all for it, Rosie says. Maybe we can swap? I've about had it with these MREs. Lunch it is, then. You sit and eat, swapping both food and stories. For this brief lunch, it's almost like a hike out with friends. You almost forget that you're out in the wilderness on the run for survival. Almost. No, I haven't forgotten. Rosie starts <laughs> off with her story. She's a high school senior who works at a gun range. She tells about her father, a Marine combat veteran, and her brother. So you're saying she probably voted for Trump. Mom was lucky enough to pass before any of this stuff ever happened. Her eyes go watery when she talks about them, but she clears her throat, pushing any emotion aside. She starts stripping and cleaning her rifle. No, no, oh, oh the rifle. Okay, all right. <laughs> I was really nervous there so, for a second. What about you? Lucas Teshu scoops the last bit of spaghetti from the brown pouch of one of Rosie's MREs. He uses the napkin to wipe the excess sauce from the corners of his mouth. That stands out for you. His cleanliness and overall genteel attitude, despite the fact that it's the end of the world. Lucas tells all about the kendo dojo he runs in the city, his chivalrous code of Bushido, and his strict Japanese upbringing. It takes three hours. About his sister. I like his traditional upbringing, but they yeah, named him Lucas. <laughs> she fled the city before I did. I mean, it's now, 2020. You can name your kid whatever I you want. It just seems, her again seems out of character. Yeah. They both turn to you. You apologize for not having much to share, but you tell about your upbringing and go on to the outbreak and then your journey into the woods. I'm not a warrior like the two of you, but. I had enough sense. She's to a seventeen-year-old girl that worked at a gun range. How's she? She <laughs> replies, "You're alive, and that's more than enough these days." Rosie tells you. Say, continue to nod and finish your meal. Continue, please continue. For the love of God. After lunch, you're up and hiking oh, again. Bonding comes easy in this world of eldritch cannibalism, oh, and boy. the three of you become fast friends. Immediately. There's a stillness in the air, like nature has abandoned this valley. But at least it's not filled with moans of the undead. You suddenly come upon a road, a welcome element of civilization thrust upon you after days of wilderness. It's a service road, so you're hopeful that you haven't left the beaten path yet. To your right, the road stretches around the wooded corner and out of sight. To your left, there's a fork in the road. A sign reads, State Reformatory with an arrow pointing to the right fork. A prison, you ask? This is it, Rosie shouts with glee. The radio transmission's all said to come to the reformatory. We made it. Come on then, Lucas says with a smile. Your feet ache with fatigue, 
and sting with blisters. But there's renewed pep in your step. The three of you trod on with new hope toward the correctional facility. Around the next bend, there's another sign. Bridge out. Damn. We'd better find a new route, Rosie says. Lucas rubs his face. I don't think so. I'm willing to bet we can pass through. We travel on foot, after all. No way. Rosie shakes her head. I'm not walking all that way just to find out we can't cross. There's probably a detour. We'll travel further if we detour. It's a gamble either way, and detour signs aren't posted or mentioned on the radio transmission. Oh, that's a lot. Rosie scowls. Seriously? We literally just found the road. Who knows what signs we missed? Exactly. Whose turn is it? We won't know. Yeah, what I don't know. Until we get there. Okay. Lucas speaks to her like a teacher instructing a pupil. And which way would we go? Left on the fork or back the opposite way? One road may lead us to the compound, but the other certainly will not. She shakes her head, eyes to the ground. Then both of them turn toward you. Damn it. Well, decision time. I'm with Rosie. Let's take the left fork. Poison, two. No sense in continuing toward a dead end. I say we turn and go the opposite way on the road. Poison, three. Uh, let's just see. The bridge can't be far, and we can most likely hike around it if it's out. Chat your poison. Poison three. The road less traveled. Rosie shrugs. Whatever. The three of you hike in silence down the pockmarked road, waiting to find out who's right. Around the final bend in the road, a clearing comes into view, and you see a bridge, one that collapsed many years ago. Rosie spins around. <clears throat> There's an hour of my life I'll never get back. She says as she starts going the other way. It was worth a try, Lucas says in confidence, squeezing you on the shoulder. But something catches your eye. Wait, you say. Rosie, use your scope. What? There's what? something on the bridge. What? Brow raised with incredulity. Yeah. She shoulders the. I love R.C. Gray. Like, to the telescopic this is kind of long-winded, but I love his voice. <laughs> it is pretty great. He could voice a it's transformer, a like in, a, in one of the movies. Pretty cool. Lucas Teshu's face lights up. He starts running toward the bridge. You and Rosie run after him. Lucas laughs, giggling like a little child. Rosie skips with excitement. You feel the joy, too, for you know this must have been built by members of the compound. As the three of you get to the concrete landing where the road ends, what you're looking at becomes clearer. Someone built a bridge to cross over the canyon below. <sighs> You look over the edge. It's a rocky canyon, maybe a 40-foot drop with sheer stone walls on either side. The floor below appears to be moving. Then you see it. The entire canyon floor is covered in half-crippled zombies, writhing and crawling over one another, unable to escape from the steep walls of the canyon. Looking back at the footbridge, you get a clue as to what's going on. The footbridge has wooden planks and rope like you might expect if you were in an Indiana Jones movie. But in this particular bridge, the planks are spaced out only once every three feet. The result? To cross, 
you'd have to take enormous steps, stretching and lunging your way across the bridge. And zombies can't do that. So, <laughs> at the bottom of the canyon, where Dumb they fell, the other survivors. No wonder you hadn't seen any undead since the marshes. They've all fallen into the pit below. Now all you have to do is cross, and the compound will surely be on the other side. Probably. Not afraid of heights, are you? Decision time. Poison, one. All right, let's do it. Poison, two. Hey, guys, maybe we should look for that detour. I'm not so sure this bridge is safe. Chat, your poison. Poison? Uh, shit. I, I fucked it up. Poison. All right. Let's do it. Poison, two. Hey, guys. Maybe we should look for that detour. I'm not so sure this bridge is safe. Chat, your poison. Poison two. Sorry, I'm having trouble accessing your infected skill right now. I'm sorry. Uh, computer. Play infected. Welcome back. To I infected. thought it was going to play the music, I swear to God. Okay, so you died. Don't beat yourself what? up over it. What? Right? <laughs> Are you kidding me? This this game broke me. This game broke yeah. me. I'm plugging the echo. Just die, please. Just die. Oh, Nick. Yes. We did it. The goal was to do three infecteds and get to the end of the game, and we did half of that. Yes. I think that's enough infected. Was that yeah. worth, like, the two bucks I spent on it? You tell no. me, dear listener. <laughs> oh. I'll say the listen. I will say the guys, the guy reading the thing, like, he deserves two bucks. He did a good job. Uh, uh Yeah, R.C. Bray is indeed a professional uh, voice man, and... Let me tell you what, if you get an audiobook narrated by R.C. Bray, just buckle up because it is awesome. Fantastic. I, I highly recommend, especially like Mountain Man, the Mountain Man series of books. Check that shit out. I just can't recommend this infected game. Like, no. it was fun for a little bit, but man, it's so much technical problems. Like, to be to its credit, uh, not infected's credit but to jurassic world's credit at least it would like flawlessly picked up where we left off yes that's a big deal in this sort of thing that's a huge deal yeah it kind of drove us nuts uh with not understanding what we were saying this game kind of gets what you're saying because you're only uh, you know poison one poison two whatever but man it is so frustrating just to get to work and like yeah. the the Amazon Echo has never been this hard to use before, and I don't know why it started playing weird, trancey, electronic rap songs, but it's just, man, it's really, what a pain. I hope this episode was enjoyable. Like, my pain is enjoyable to others. 
Hopefully uh, this yeah. is one of those experiences we can look back on and laugh in the future. Like <sighs> that camping trip where I almost died that time. And that samurai showed up to save me and tried to hook me up with his sister. I uh, love that I love that we like got to the part with the bridge. It's like, let's go a different direction. Oh well, I guess you died. <laughs> yeah, it's sorry, your game crashed. Load it back up. Well, you died. I'm like what? You know, I checked you know, he... I the safe option. Yeah, he he might have even I didn't hear what he said. He gave some like stuff like he might have said that we could pick up like from a different choice, but at this point I kinda don't care. Like it's too much of a pain. It's like yeah. like try, hey. trying to chop down the mightiest tree in the forest with a herring. That's what this it's is. Rough. Nick. Yes. How would you what's your zombie survival plan? Oh god. Um honestly, uh man, like it's such a pain in the ass. I kind of don't want to deal with it. Uh, well, let's see. Region specific, because the plan matters based on where you're from. I know you're... I don't know how much you want me to reveal here. You're eastern. Yeah, southeast. We'll say that. Southeast coast. Yeah, probably me. I'd probably go, like, hook up, because I have multiple friends who have uh, uh, decent gun collections. I'd probably just hook up with them. Like, uh, yeah. South, so, okay. But what is your plan of action? Like, I know you don't want to talk necessarily talk about where you live or whatever, but, like, yeah. is it like a city, a suburb? Is it the country? What are we talking? It's really, like, where I'm at is really weird because it doesn't know whether it's country or suburbs. It's basically uh, one of these the kind of... What's up? Is it, like, a mix of the two? Like Yeah, kind of it's like a weird mix where, like, you know, you've got suburbs smashed in the country next to farms. Uh, and then if you just go a little bit further, then it just kind of turns into semi-wilderness. Like, if you go in the right direction. But then there's, like, you know, I know if, if there's a direction, if you're kind of driving north uh, on the road, like, that straight from my house, if you go far enough, it's like, there's a high school, and then nothing but trees for a really long time, and then you run into another city. It's, like, weird. Okay, so what what is your so I know you said you just go meet up with friends who have lots of guns. Yeah, like honestly, I don't I don't have anything better than that. <laughs> like, <they've>, uh, <laughs> all right, let's uh, say all right, the zombie apocalypse has started in your work. What do you do? Oh man, um, well I'm I don't I, right now I don't have a car, so I'm kind of screwed. Like straight out of the gate, if I don't work, <laughs> it's like so. Uh, I guess I start. Action man, uh, commandeer a vehicle or something. Oh, well, I could do that. Yeah, I mean, one. I assume you know how to drive. Actually, uh, I have, I, I have some, I have some friends who live really near where I work, so I could like just honestly, I could cross the street and charge through the woods. All I'd have to do is break through someone's backyard, and I'd be at their house. It's pretty great. <sighs> Let's see. Well, okay. Let's say. Yeah, you definitely want to come to your vehicle. It, it in the throes of the initial apocalypse, it won't be too difficult because uh, at a certain point, um, it's like a tipping scale. When it first starts, it will be kind of chaos, but there'll still be more people alive than there are dead. Uh, and as more people die and are reanimated, the less people alive there are, so you start to kind of get outnumbered. So at a certain hmm. point, it will be more difficult, even more difficult to travel. But you got to think if there's one zombie and ten people alive, you got a one in ten chance of going the opposite direction and getting away. 
So it's going to just be chaos. So you just got to be faster than the person next to you. All right. Um, I would absolutely try and get a ride or commandeer a vehicle if at all possible. Um, uh, get back, I guess, uh, or I guess use your phone to get with your friends or something. And do you know how to fire? Do you know how? Do you know firearms? Uh, a little bit. I mean, I've I've done some you know recreational uh, shooting with my with my friends. Uh, we've gone out to the range a couple times. It's been a really long time. I, uh... That to me sounds like you deserve to be on a watch list. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um, yeah. Get with your buddies, I guess, and hold up someplace safe. Um, Pray for your family, I guess. <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus. Oh, folks, listen here. Oh, get you know what? Get you a baseball bat. There you go. That works. It's a good, good step. Some, some say katanas, but those people yeah. are wrong. Yeah, a bunch of weebs. You're, you're not going to have like an Atari Hanzo blade at your disposal. <laughs> if you find a katana, it's, chances are it's a piece of trinket junk that was purchased from spencer's or something and it's gonna fall apart in two seconds and not be sharp so yep get a baseball bat readily available they're everywhere looters won't go for the baseball bats first so you will be able to find one pretty easily they're fairly quiet if you get a machete isn't a bad pick or is it tell me i still contend the baseball bat if say like the that one zombie that they, uh, there's always someone in the zombie movie that gets caught by surprise and the zombie lands on top of them and is like their their teeth are gnashing at their face and they're just kind of holding them off with like the butt of a rifle or something. Baseball bat's pretty good at holding stuff off, uh, you know, away from the body. It gives you leverage as opposed to wrapping your hand around a blade, which gives you no handhold to do such a thing. That is good thinking. Yes, thank you. I've converted you, and now you are guaranteed 100% to survive the zombie apocalypse. I've actually got a, an aluminum bat next to my bed. Perfect. Uh, Wrap that sucker in electrical tape to, to mute the thudding, and you're set, my friend. <laughs> Not that I've done that. <laughs> but listen, folks, you, dear listener... Thank you so much. If you manage to stick through this, oh, what are we doing here? This has been Let's Die, the His vs. Hers Guide to the Apocalypse. Uh, please, I know I don't ask that often because I just get tired of asking, but leave us a rating and a review. It really helps. Even if it's bad, just leave me one. It's You have no idea, on the rare occasion when I get one, what a pick-me-up that is, that someone took their time uh, enough to to write three words about the show um, and me and what me and my friends do. So it means a lot when I get them. So send them my way, y'all, on iTunes or whatever. Oh, share this podcast with someone I who would enjoy you. it. Look, Nick, do you do you have access to iTunes? Uh, believe it or not, I actually don't. But I've, there's plenty of other ways to listen to this podcast, isn't there? For sure. Uh, do you have friends that have iTunes? I, I bet I do. Um, I don't know. I like, I bet if you're like, hey, can I borrow your phone and then like leave a review for a podcast really quick? You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm not asking for you to tip the scales, but hey, every little bit helps. 
Check us out at all the places in the description. You will find a link to our store. There's new stuff there readily available for purchase. And the, for, to the few of you who bought stuff, that's fucking awesome. Thank you so much. It, it's awesome. Fantastic. Ah, oh, we will be back next week with a show. Check us out on Twitter at Let's Die Pod and our other show after Dark Ride. Pokemon after Dark Ride. No, nothing, no holds barred. Podcast about Pokemon where we talk about our Poke lives and hurt the ones we love. Nick, <laughs> it's your turn, my friend. I did, I'm all plugged out. I, ah. I got all my plugs. I popped all my plugs, and now my plugs are all gone. So now I'm waiting to be plugged by you. All right. Talk about uh, me plugging my stuff? Okay. Sure. All right. Yes. All right. So, um, in daddy, uh, Project Rex, well, uh, Project Rex on Patreon and Facebook. Um, yeah. Nicodemus Rex on Twitter and TH4RL. D-E-A-L, the for real deal on DeviantArt, if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, and the Patreons. Look, Nick is an artist. And yep. naturally, he is not com properly compensated for the level of skill that he has. And quite frankly, it disgusts me. You're all to blame. All of you. Oh, man, can you believe New Year's Eve when, like... Those like aliens that look like giant dicks, like just flopped around President Trump's brow. That was weird, man. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that that was the new hat that he purchased. That's crazy. Will. Well, uh, you know, Nick, if we're gonna die, yeah, yeah, let's let's die together. Let's die together. Hey, hey, bye. Later. <laughs> Hey, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's Die, the His vs. Hers Guide to the Apocalypse and Pokemon After Dark Raw. Check our description for links to all the things, including Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and our TeePublic store at tpublic.com slash user slash teamcyanide. Also, there's a link to our new YouTube that has a back catalog of all of our episodes. That's it. See you later. Bye.